Hello. Hello. Yeah. Um, what we were saying, I think it's so shitty that so many people fundamentally misunderstand a term like energy because they haven't had the they haven't had the the teachings yet to understand that it isn't a woo woo concept. It is a it's science. <laughs> it's going into the most microscopic, deepest layers of science. Um, but that's what allows for something like a phrase like your internal world is what reflects your external world to be so much more than just a, a spiritual kind of concept. It's not, it's like, it's back, you know? Yeah, I know. But I, I mean, and if you want to say it could be psychology, you know, I mean, if people would just want to frame it some, as something, but it's like, I don't know at what point, I don't remember at what point I remember, like I've discovered that the internal world is what is the external world. Like where it really clicked that when I said, oh, when I think and feel this, it gets reflected back to me because that's my reality, because that's what I am emitting from my internal world. And if it's externally to me, then there's something else. I guess I've always, I've always thought that things were more than what they are. Like if something really bad happened, I always kind of had like this intuitive hit to be like, hmm, I know that bad things aren't supposed to happen. And if they are, it's because there's something that I'm doing to attract it. So I always, and, and then I guess that's where you would call like a law of attraction. But it's I think like that you're in, or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like you always been intuitive or something. <laughs> I think I am always intuitive. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... I think, yeah. I think going back to why people think it's woo is because they coined it as the law of attraction. So it's like, it was kind of this like, ooh, think it into existence, which then seems very esoteric. Like you can't materialize something out of thin air. And that's kind of what like law of attraction well, kind of. Well, yes, you can, means. but that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't like, you got to like, those are steps. You can't just be like, yes, no. did you know that you can create anything? Like, you have well, to. Yeah, scientifically, I was going to say nothing is created nor destroyed. Everything's just transformed, I guess. Most exactly. people know that. That's a kind of, I feel like we must have learned that in elementary school or something. Or maybe. Yes, it is. It, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, and that's like, that, that's why there's no good. Everything balances each other out, just like it does in science and, you know, whatever. It's not any different. I think people are just afraid of the word spiritual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, oh God, I yeah. Well, I think this is a different conversation, but I just want to point out, I think that the fear has come along with the, like, blasting in your face capitalist mindfulness thing over the last, I don't know, 10 years, 20 years. And it's just been, it's just been such a huge influx of all of that stuff at once that keep a lot of people, maybe a majority of people, at least here in the States are, um, are very skeptical of it because it just came on so fast and so intensely. 
Right. Exactly. But, you know, but, but that serves a greater purpose. Like, it's like, I think it's like a double-edged sword because, because the people that were already awake, it was like someone just had to kind of just come out with it and, and say it so people could like maybe see it and capture it and then just be like, oh, and understand and kind of go down that rabbit hole. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know what the proper way of awakening someone is. <laughs> but, I mean, it's always going to be traumatic. Let's be real. But I, <laughs> come on. Let's be real. Yeah, no, your whole fucking world shatters. It's like, what? Yeah. There was that picture, that, that meme or something sent to me on, on Instagram, and it was, um, it was like, it was two images, and it was a dude right at the beginning of his spiritual awakening and he's like running through the flowers and then it was a picture of him six months in and he's like ripping his hair out and screaming in his room and just like where am I what's going on <laughs> and that's how I have felt lately but I don't know I'm just embracing it that that image was so so accurate. yeah it was a, it was a also, video yeah oh was it a video you, you question everything you question everything and then and then you're a free thinker that's what happened. You're a free thinker. But I wanna I wanna speak to what you were saying earlier. You were mentioning how um, you were trying to pinpoint when you started to realize that your internal world is like your external world, et cetera, et cetera. I I do not remember a, an event happening. I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember at all. What I do remember is is um, I feel like I've felt this way for so long. I've spent so many days after days after days with that being so intrinsic that I cannot imagine existing and perceiving my world any other way. Like, I can't believe there are people asleep to this. Like, I don't, I don't understand how someone like that would function. They would, yeah, they, I mean, they would not really be functioning. <laughs> No, I mean that's why that's why they're asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that whole concept. They're they're asleep, and I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't. Everybody has such a different journey. It's so hard to pinpoint, like, you know, uh, some people because because like you have you have to look at the world and you have to just be like, there are a lot of people that are not awake to this. So I think that that's why there are more quote unquote light workers being born like the generation before us like is so open to all mm -hmm. of this mm -hmm. so it's like it's already kind of shifting because because there's more content about it. like I think I went to the park and there was like this young group of people to my left and they were talking they were reading the four agreements they were young they were like nice. early 20s the four agreements they were talking about the matrix and they were saying like oh it's a documentary you know, of life and blah, blah. So I was like, oh, wonderful. Yeah. And then these girls in front of me, also super young, like in their 20s, uh, like early 20s, just talking about astrology. And I was like, again, that's another reflection, <laughs> obviously, because I'm attracting that. But I'm like, what are the odds? I don't remember that at age 20, I was, I was, I mean, I was, I was not awake when I was early 20. But a lot of these great things are now so wonderfully normalized. It's that much easier for the generation below us and, you know, for us to be, quote, unquote, ahead of them simply because we're further along the path. Um, so, it's yeah, it's, I am very happy about the generation we chose to be born into.
but um, yeah, totally see. I can totally see the the generational shift because because I see someone like my mom who is so open minded to this, and she so resonates with things, and she knows it's intuitive, and there's all these little signs like we were saying, um, and she's aware of them, and then there's someone who is the generation below her. I mean, wait, she's, uh, um, what is it? What is the name of that generation that her parents are in? The, um, boomers. Yeah. The boomers. Right. And then Um, I think, I think after boomers comes Gen X, I'm pretty positive. And then it's millennials and then Gen Z. So unless I, I'm pretty sure that's it, but, um, unless I skipped a generation, but if I didn't, it's interesting how the boomers, there are some boomers who are open-minded, like my mom, and then there's a lot of, um, a lot of people who think that what we're talking about is nonsense, right? Tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, goddamn ridiculous, you're wasting my time. I need to go make some money and hustle and, like, like live before I die because, right, it's like, it's just like a flat sad slow decay toward death and there's nothing special about it and there's no signs everything's a coincidence and then you have the next generation i think of gen x and there are so many people like a lot of our friends because you and i love to attract um people slightly older than us there are so many gen xers who like you said are really i think in in the age they're at now more than ever starting to open up to all this stuff and really making an effort to incorporate it into their lives their lives seem to be more um developed more more like set i guess than where we're at Mm -hmm. so it's like they're adding the layer of i guess you could call it spirituality um to you know put put it in one word they're it's like they're adding a layer of spirituality on top of that and really trying to infuse their already built lives with that spirituality. And then there's us, the millennials, and we are guided by it. Yeah. But but there are still a lot of people are in our generation that are asleep. Like, I would, yeah. say, I would say more so is the generation below us. Those are the ones that I would say, like, in all together, there's, like, much more. Yes. Yeah. I I agree. I think what I was trying to say that I did not say is um is that as you go through the generation from boomer or before to to gen gen Z, um there's definitely I mean I believe if we if we could make a chart out of it and do, you know, a really thorough survey. I would bet that the there would be a steady decline or excuse me, the incline in percentage of people who are spiritual. Yeah, totally. I I agree. Yeah, because there's also plenty of um, Gen Xers who think like those naysayer baby boomer era people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I think there would be a pretty a pretty even line um, of that percentage going up. 
Yeah. No, I which think is, I think which is why it freaks me out when I meet people our age who are so. Yeah, but I I would still say that there's a there's a great majority of ours of our age group that is still teetering, but very curious and interesting. Is teetering. Teetering, yeah, teetering between the both <laughs> realities. Yeah. I mean, well, because it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I think I because because like the the girls that I am going on my workout class with, they were asking me. They were just like, you know, because they're they're on the not completely understanding, you know, um, this aspect of life, um, and you know, because they're they're just so curious and they kind of just like they kind of have an idea. They kind of know that this is real, and they're just like just so curious yeah. about everything I have to say, but it's just like not their reality. You know, they're so intuitive naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they, they were, they were asking me, they were just like, how do you know? How do you know if someone is like, you know, completely not even open? And I'm just like, well, you know, I think um, going also circling back to when I think I started awakening, I think it was when I realized uh, I shattered the victim mentality. You shattered the when the victim mentality. Ooh, like I, I like that it that it's like nothing happens to me; it happens for me. Like things are not outside of me. There's no blame. It's I think like the taking responsibility, like knowing the difference between taking responsibility or thinking that everything is happening like outside of you, and it's like a drama. So then waking up to just being like, oh, no, it's all just an interior reflection. It really, really, really is. You know, Kyle said it really well. Um, The last time we were hanging out and we got into one of those way too deep discussions that is a total rabbit hole, which is kind of inevitable. What? What she said, oh, it was so brilliant, is that when somebody is seemingly refusing to wake up, it's just too hard, it's just too painful, there's just too much work to do if they were to open up Pandora's box in that way. Um, Actually, sorry to interrupt, I need to interrupt you really fast. Yeah. Um, This is exactly what me and Jackie were speaking about yesterday. She was this friend (laughs) that literally said that literally she was just like, oh, he was like, and then they were like, but that's so much work. That that was their response to having a spiritual awakening. He was like, but that sounds exhausting. And then she was like, yeah, or you could stay asleep. And he was like, I guess, I guess you're right. It's like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so funny that you so funny that you just said that that experience happened um, vocally, like he was saying that out loud, because what I was saying was, was not, not, uh, it wasn't to describe somebody who is actually consciously thinking those things. It's something totally subconscious. The people who are refusing to awaken because some, they see, they go to a yoga class, they have some experience, it's great, but it's a little too much for them when the, when the teacher started talking about spirits, or whatever the fuck they were talking about, 
And so they blocked <laughs> off that. Mm-hmm. They didn't receive that moment. They blocked it off. They, they wrote it off as woo-woo. And they walked out of the class. They got a workout. And that was it, right? And so that's the person who subconsciously has the thought of, oh, it's so intense, so much work, and that's way too painful and way too much. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, and, but, but the full thought that I was having, and what, this is really what Kyle was saying that was just so brilliant, is that there's so many people who will not go through with it. They will not keep on. They will not, once they open up Pandora's box, they freak out and they close the lid real fast and lock it up and they throw it away. They don't want to see it again. And those are the people. Sorry, give me one second. Uh, I'll sit around. Okay, I'm going to sit down now and finish my sentence. Okay, so those are the people who, um, who, why can't I get this thought out? Who have this, <laughs> they have this, um, ah, that's what it was. They have this subconscious thought and it indicates to them in a place of their mind that is totally about uh, survival and safety. It's that lizard brain. They have this feeling, this sensation that there's no way that they could because it would completely shatter everything that they thought they knew. It would shatter their entire world. It would remove. But that is what happened. Right, but it would remove their ego. Like it's so life altering. It's so life shattering. It's just not an option. And that's why I think you see a lot of people at at or of a certain age where they're no longer going to be open to something. People say that as like an expression all the time, like, oh, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's that kind of thing. Like, there's a reason for it because because people think or feel at a, after a longer amount of time that maybe there's more at stake. I mean, I don't know. More at stake, like more to lose, and it's just not mm-hmm. worth it. Ugh. It's so sad. <laughs> but, yeah, he. this was – um. I clearly am butchering what he said, but he said that very, very well. Like, you know, somebody's not going to be willing to open up to learn something new to completely shift their perception of this whole simulation paradigm world that we live in because it would destroy them. <laughs> it would destroy the life yeah. that they had. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why, why when people say we need more healers and we have more healers. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, yeah. this is just a much better, you know, and you know what, and it's not for everyone. You know, you, we have to just say that everybody has different tastes, preferences. There are millions and millions of people in the world, and, yeah. you know, and it's like, you know, and, and, if, and if spirituality something looks something completely different to you, like, all that matters is that people are happy. Absolutely. And, and I've been finding lately there are so many people who are spiritual, and it's not connected to any religion or any any uh, like identified practice beyond something that they personally do for themselves and they don't talk about and they don't explain and they don't call it a spiritual practice something like hiking it's incredible yeah yeah totally yeah there's there's all different layers and facets and oh just the world's life is so fascinating, but I, I'm just really happy that I live like this because mm-hmm. then, you know, 
we learn so much faster. We got signs, we got reflections, and we're quantum leaping. <laughs> we are quantum leaping. Quantum leaping 2.0. That would be an animation, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is that, the Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of right. spiritual and uh, speaking of spiritual, I am staring at the most beautiful glistening lake right now and she is calling to me. <laughs> Go. Go forth. Go forth, <laughs> sister. <laughs> I shall. Um, I love you, and I hope you have a wonderful drive. I will. I'm going to have the best drive ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. I bought Tiger Lily new toys. She's so happy. She requested She's them. Just fine. Of course she did. And you wouldn't know that she requested them if you didn't have an animal psychic weren't spiritual. <laughs> the <end>. Thank you, spirituality. <laughs> That's right. I can talk to my cat. That's true. Yeah. I know what she wants. Who figured it out? She wanted a green one and a red one. She specifically requested she wanted two, so I got her a little green one and a little red one. Oh, she's ready for Christmas or something. <laughs> I think she's ready just for life. Yeah. I have to send you a video of this. Please. Please do. I love you. I'm going to go. Love you. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>